0: Procrastination and being able to just sit and do nothing is fun, but the research also says that the hurt of missing deadlines and the playtime's over kind of mentality is even more important. So, usually, even procrastinators will get their butt into action and start trying to work towards that goal, but it is super important to plan. Yeah. I think that's like the hidden gem in here is to be realistic.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips, and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new week and a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips Podcast. This is episode number 47. I'm your host, Mono. You're
0: joined by Leon as the usual. <laughs> so um yo i don't know about you guys but we're nearing that time of the year and i'm not talking about christmas i'm talking about having enough money to buy christmas presents for everyone that's standing in line (laughs) standing in the queue and uh Uh, (laughs) mana and i was actually just talking about this before starting the recording about how we're going to introduce today's topic and this actually kind of leans a little bit into the topic that we're going to discuss is we my wife she doesn't really tend to really watch the prices as much as i do Mm -hmm. i have a budget i go in thinking all right this is where we're going to spend christmas this is the budget for each person that's not going to look like we're cheapskates but it's also not going to (laughs) look like we have to now kind of up the ante every year and beat the previous person or whatever you know it, it, there's always like this yeah. subtle judgment going on when you're dealing out christmas presents and everyone's like looking <laughs> at each other like you know that guy just got airpods or something but why did i just get like a monopoly set or something you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah i don't know how's your christmas shopping coming along i think i've had the fight already i i I've, i think i was triumphant um But yeah not mm-hmm. necessarily popular
1: no i think um, i'm honestly just putting it off until last minute again i know this is something that we <laughs> that <laughs> we all deal with on a year to year basis but the thing is like you don't you dread the day going to the shopping center and needing to stand in queues mm-hmm. so for the last couple of years i've been ordering things online yep so yeah it's probably a good idea to start doing that <laughs> now because there's going to be delivery delays and all that kind of stuff and then it's like wrapping everything up but but you're right i mean like just introducing some form of limits because you know my girlfriend actually has this great idea with her family she's got a ton of siblings and stuff so they've got a limit that they set on their little secret Santa Mm, project mm. you know for the family and the siblings and everyone and I think that's a great idea I think we all should be doing that because it is tough you know I mean with some members of your family they might be struggling your other members might be doing great you know and it's difficult because how do you sort of balance the scale how do you set the limits of like how much each person is supposed to be spent on those gifts and you know what are the parameters and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight right is not christmas presents in general (laughs) we're not going to give you we're not going to give you some tips on what to buy (laughs) That would be a great episode, by the way. Maybe we should do that one like that and actually get some listeners <laughs> no, dialing in. I'd, I'd, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, but what we're going to talk about tonight is uh, you know, how do we get direction in life? And there are two main mm. key parts to this that I've discovered in my life that actually really helps, right? And it's really mm-hmm. looking at limits and setting deadlines yeah. so we're going to address each and every one of those two and you'll understand by the end of this episode exactly what we mean by this but effectively this is going to help you get direction maybe you don't really know where you hit headed in your career maybe you don't really know where you hit headed in your relationship mm-hmm. maybe you've just entered into a new relationship maybe you don't know where you hit headed with your marriage you know what what's the next step for you guys because you guys might have already had the kids and already bought the house and already bought the two cars and maybe you're already planning your anniversary or or something like that right but what is the next step for you maybe what is the next step for you in your own personal self-growth journey we're gonna really deep dive into these two aspects of it and see how limits and deadlines could actually lead to direction
0: 100 percent. i think it speaks for itself at the end of the day you know, as much as we deal with deadlines on a daily basis at work, um, you know, as part of a career, I don't think that's necessarily exactly what we are talking about, but yeah. um, more on a personal level and on a life level. But you can actually kind of see how those two kind of intertwine, right? So if you're not provided with a limit or a scope for a specific mm-hmm. task that you are handed at work or for a project that you are trying to roll out. With a deadline on top of it, you're going to lack direction. You might finish it over budget and over time, or you might finish it completely under budget and completely under time, but in a, with an inferior end result or inferior product. You know, At the end of the day, we need to always balance those two parameters of what is the scope or the limit that we have to work within, and then what or when would I like to achieve this goal or this mm. thing in life? And, you know, I tend to think about when I was coming through my 20s, just, you know, exiting high school, coming into your early 20s, doing the whole varsity thing. I really didn't set much deadlines at that time. You know, mm-hmm. it's quite funny. I mean, I was really just living in the moment. I think most of us were at that time. And it was just one fat jaw. You know, we didn't really mind too much about tomorrow. We were just there to kind of experience and live in the moment. But the moment the bell rung... <laughs> You know, and it was time to go and find a job. Boy, for about a year, I did not see any of my closest friends that I used to just spend every single day with, with them just hustling and trying to get ahead, right? Immediately, you start setting up limits and scopes for where you want to be. You start setting deadlines of what you want to achieve by what time. When can I get my first own flat? When can I perhaps get a nicer car? Yeah. How quickly can I do this corporate ladder thing? Am I integratable into this environment? Do I really even enjoy what I'm doing? I need to find mm. that out super fast because. I don't want to spend 12, 15 years like some people do. Not that there's anything wrong with it. And then have to make a major career change, you know? yeah. And it, yeah. immediately as I came out of varsity, I started living almost like deadline by deadline. And I still feel till today, that's pretty much what gives me direction. I always have some sort of mark that i want to hit at the end of a year at the end of five years at the end of 10 years and that is in in effect direction
1: yeah i love that and i love that example as well because you know when i think about setting some sort of a scope or limits to situations i instantly think Back to back to high school, back to when you when you're leaving high school, back to when you're starting to try and figure out what exactly is it that you're going to do with your life as well. There's a ton of questions that you have to ask yourself, right? And maybe in some cases that I've seen in the past, you know, people are provided with opportunities. Maybe you know their parents uh, present them with this great opportunity to tell them, mm. look, money's not an issue. Whatever you want to go and study. Go and pursue that, mm-hmm. you know. We'll we'll pay for it all, and that's great, you know. And and yeah, I'm extremely happy for parents that can do that for their kids. I'm happy for the kids that sit in those situations. But once you're presented with an opportunity like that, I think it needs to there's there's a specific approach that needs to be taken as well. And this is from my personal opinion. But just think about this for a second, right? If someone was presented with you know an endless amount of money, and they are presented with an endless amount, or you're know, uncapped opportunities in terms of what they can go and study and and time limits or deadlines to that don't exist you're pretty much sitting in a situation of saying right i can do anything that i want to do yeah i can Mm. study anything i want to do do i want to become a pilot great that sounds awesome i can go and pursue that now maybe you get your pilot's license and all of a sudden you're like ah, well you know what My parents said there's endless amount of money so I can pursue anything else. So maybe if I don't like this, I can just hop into something else. So I don't really have to complete this. And that's really what creates the problem in in our general lives as well, right? If we don't set limits, if we don't set the scope of what it is that we're trying to accomplish, then it's going to make it extremely difficult for us to maintain any sort of direction, right? Imagine going and studying and saying that, you know, I want to become a teacher you're mm. doing that for two years mm. and it's a four year course that you need to complete. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? No, this isn't for me, but there's no limitations in terms of finances. There's no deadline set or anything, right? What are you going to do? You're going to change direction. Once again, you're going to say, okay, well, you know what? Actually I did discover that there's something else that you know, might be quite interesting. So maybe I should just go and work as a tattoo artist for a, for a year or for two years and then see if I like that. And you're going to bounce around from one thing to the next without any direction without ever completing anything why because you don't really have any parameters that you're working within don't you find that's true as well when you have too many options available to you you don't really stick to one thing right
0: that's the thing so on the one side you've got people that you know pick up on the whole deadline thing the goal oriented uh, people and then on the other side you have people with a lot of freedom and for us, you know, looking in that sometimes looks very, very romantic. You know, Mm. (laughs) I wish I could actually sometimes be one of those guys that seem to live very carelessly. I'm not saying that they are and I'm not trying to generalize. I've never had that experience myself. I've always had to be behind the cracked whip or cracking the whip myself. It just looks divine. Like you can just kind of hover through life and things are just going to happen. But what inevitably will happen, and this is just a matter of fact, unless you are a very, very strong-willed and have the whole world to yourself at the same time, which is highly, those two things don't necessarily go hand mm-hmm. in hand. They tend to procrastinate a lot, right? That basically yeah. means that they just kind of hover in one place. They don't really have direction. They start losing ambition because the trade-off uh, for the reward is too great, you know? You have to really work your butt off to get somewhere the reward of getting somewhere could be in in the first years, it's financial, right? Let's just be straight up Mm. with each other. Yeah. In the first years, it's going to be financial, trying to really get yourself to a financial status that you are satisfied with. And satisfied is obviously, you know, relevant to every single person, what Mm. that would mean. I don't think anyone will ever be completely satisfied, but at least to a point that you feel content. And If you've already got that sorted before you even started or set out, why would you inconvenience yourself with working for a boss or, you know, grafting and gritting it out to get something? And very frequently, we find that people that just have everything on a plate, they tend to procrastinate. They tend to actually not really move anywhere. And again, I I value that there might be some people on this uh, radio if I kind of doubt I I doubt it that they might be listening to the podcast uh, because this is very much the opposite of procrastination to try, you know, to listen to this kind of information. But they tend to kind of Mm -hmm. just be in the same place all the time. And I've actually had one or two friends that it's not just that they grew up rich. They just they grew up in an environment where everything was always done for them. Everything just fell in place. Uh, The systems and mechanisms Mm -hmm. and people and caretakers and everything was just sorted for them around them. And they really didn't pick up to the real world, if I can say it like that, very easily. They didn't fare very well in their first positions. In fact, most of them got fired within a week or so because they would back chat. They would not understand cause and consequence. They would not understand that you can't just, you know, be your normal self in an environment where you have to be subordinate to other people because they're not used to that. They're not used to being told what to do and things like that. So... It has adverse effects. And again, I think I might be stepping on toes, but hopefully I think what I'm saying makes a bit of sense is that they are diehard procrastinators and it is very, very difficult to break that trend and you'll find. And this is the other thing. And again, I'm speaking from my own experience. so I'm not trying to generalize, but I found that some of the mates that I have that had this kind of life growing up, the parents eventually figure out their mistake right Mm. that they kind of gave this person way too much freedom way too much safety nets way too many way too little responsibility in life Mm. and they then get super frustrated with this procrastinating person probably still living in their house until 35 or 40 years old and Mm. they don't know what to do at that point and they realize their mistake when it's way 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 too late because procrastination is something that should actually probably be addressed at a very early age because otherwise it forms it's completely and utterly habit forming right it's going to be something that sticks with you for years and years and it's very 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 hard to untrain that from your brain unless the parent literally goes and puts you on the street and says listen here's a hundred dollars go find a place to sleep tonight get a job and come back when you yeah. show me your first paycheck kind of thing.
1: See but but I love I love the fact that you mentioned that because what you're saying is the limits were there but they never really existed in the mind of the child, right? Yes. Or or the kid growing up. The limits were there from the parent side but they never made it known to that kid. And I think that's quite interesting because I remember back in the day when I was younger when I was playing a PlayStation 1 still. I played grand theft auto gta san andreas did your parents i'm sure you remember that (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) but here's the thing right (laughs) (laughs) exactly right but here's the funny thing right is that there was a lot. There was this thing called Cheatbook Database that had like a bunch of cheat codes and all that kind of stuff, and you could unlock like max money and like unlock a helicopter or unlock a jet. So you and were all the cheater kind of online, stuff. exactly. <laughs> but back then it wasn't <laughs> online, man. It was it was offline. Yeah, exactly. Right. But you you started the game with certain limitations in place. You had to work mm, for your money. Mm. You had to go and you know, obviously steal cars and like do all these things, but. When you get your hands on these cheat codes do you really think you're going to ever progress in that game you're not going to do it ah, right
0: that's a very I'd, I'd see where you went with that that's you, brilliant you, <laughs> yes you're quite right you see where <laughs>
1: i'm going right so if you if you don't have those limits that mm-hmm. exist within the game because you've unlocked max money and all that you're not really going to enjoy the game anymore it doesn't make sense to you it's anymore it's not going to, to be you.
0: satisfactory which is the right word yeah
1: yeah you're going to die a million times you're just going to respawn you're going to be like okay it's fine let me just, i'm not even go, going to go and mm. save money to build up this car or anything. I'm literally just going to press a few keys and then unlock a chopper. And then I'll like jump out of the chopper crash at its fire. But that's sort of how life works is don't you think like in this same regard as well, right? Is that um, without these limits, we sort of just mess around, and we just jump from one thing to another. And like you said as well, if you don't see those limits existing, you know, then what, what what needs to happen? Then all of a sudden, you can force that kid into an environment where you say, you know what, you obviously didn't see, or you didn't have any direction. You had all this procrastination that you were dealing with at the time because you didn't know that there were certain parameters that you had to work within. Now what we're going to do is we're going to restrict all the finances Mm. going forward. And let's see if you get more direction in that regard. I feel the same thing goes for relationships as well. So there's a couple examples that we can actually pull in here because it's really, really so universal. When you listen to this and you think about limits plus deadlines equals direction, think about a relationship that you've just entered into. And I've been in a few relationships in the past where you get to that point where they call it define the relationship. Mm, mm. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this out there will relate to this because... What happens when you meet someone and you start talking and you become friendly and you're like, okay, I'm really actually interested in this person. They're interested in me. At what point do we have to define the relationship to say, listen, at the moment, we're just operating without parameters, without scope, without limits, right? We're really just friends. So you can talk to whoever you want to talk to. I can talk to whoever I want to talk to. And, you know, we can each just go and do whatever we want to. But at one point... Yeah, you know, i.e. you asking that person out or you defining that relationship saying you are now my girlfriend or I am now your boyfriend, right? That creates limits. And all of a sudden you have some form of direction already. Mm. I don't I'm mm. not saying you have full direction, but already you have some limits to say that within this relationship, I don't want you going and hanging out with other girls, you know, late at night without me knowing anything about, you know, you set certain parameters and certain scope to that relationship. Don't you find that that's also you're extremely important in in personal relationships or romantic relationships to to set those limits in order to get some form of direction?
0: 100%. I think if there's no limits, at least if both parties aren't aware of one another's limits, um, you tend to really trample over the other person or you could actually dishonor yourself or you and the person that you are dealing with whether that's a romantic person or a friend or whatever you should be very Mm. intimately acquainted with one another's limits right if for example i don't enjoy um you know going to a hard rock concert and i'm maybe i'm more of an edm type of person not that i am Mm. but that doesn't necessarily sit right with me it feels to me that maybe you are being a little bit selfish you didn't want to go to it on your own so you kind of drag me in so that i can be your friend and help you yeah i don't know have some conversation that evening maybe it's not the best example because that's still probably something that could be enjoyable for anyone that attends but at the end of the day you get where i'm going with this yeah is yeah. where if you don't have mutual limits between two parties you are always going to tread on the side of offending someone potentially or hurting them or breaking their heart or whatever the case might be, right? Yeah. And the same thing comes with deadlines. If you look at deadlines within relationships, every relationship also serves deadlines. By the way, before we get into deadlines, do you actually know Mm. the etymology for the word deadline, where it comes from? No, please. Um, I didn't know this. I just found it out. Just to throw it in here as a nice, easy fact. It was formerly a boundary around a military prison Beyond which a prisoner would not be allowed to venture without risk of being shot by the guards to death. So,
1: actual lines. (laughs) actual
0: lines that if you no ways dude that's pretty crazy (laughs) so just imagine just imagine you know the deadlines that we get today luckily does not have such adverse effect on your health if you (laughs) tread past them you might just lose your job that's
1: insane i didn't know that but that kind of makes yeah
0: it makes quite sense on uh where they actually came up with it within you know business terminology and so forth but yeah when it comes to deadlines with friendships or relationships if you for example meet a girl and your limits are set and you get a within that limit space mm. of this is her this is me we get along we enjoy each other's company when you start thinking about that relationship long term don't you start setting deadlines without even necessarily realizing it right you're going to say absolutely mm. i was just going to say a yeah. year, i would like for her to move in and then yeah. once she's moved in within three years i want to put a ring on that finger if things are still going great and then maybe two years we'll set a date for the, for the wedding or or we'll actually get wed and then another three years we'll get a baby you know you start actually going through a, 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 a like a relationship deadline and parallel to that you'll mm. have your professional deadlines as well that needs to tie up with your relationship deadlines she needs to Or you or he needs to respect the deadlines of the others. So if I want to get you married in five years, for example, Mm -hmm. it means that I would like to ideally be in a financial position within five years. And I'm going to need your support and your backing because I might need to put in late nights. I might need to put in extra hours to get to that point. So it's very important for... A relationship and two people being party to a relationship to understand one another's limits and deadlines and goals that they've got set for the relationship going forward. I
1: like I love that because, you know, what you're saying there is that, you know, I can't necessarily reach any direction if you don't have those deadlines. And I know it's pretty crazy because, you know, the first time I started looking at life or looking at re- romantic relationships, let's focus on that for now, specifically through this lens, I almost didn't like it at Mm. that stage because it almost feels like you've got a blueprint to how that relationship is supposed to go right
0: conformist view of of how it should be exactly
1: right because now it feels like we need to reach these deadlines but it's not really setting that this is what society says boom yes but at least Mm. it's it's saying that you know what if we do that if we create some form of parameter around this relationship where this is headed inevitably it's literally going to drive us into some sort of direction right as opposed to it Just fading out into the Mm. bliss, and then just not really knowing any, knowing where this is headed at all, right? But you're absolutely right in saying that you can have your limits, but if you don't have your deadlines, it's not necessarily going to take you anywhere. And I think the same thing goes for any goal that you want to achieve in life as well. I can say that I want to be this big buff dude. How am I going to achieve that? I have to work within the parameters and the limitations of how much time do I have available to myself? How much money and resources, financial resources do I have available to myself to create more time or less time during the day or to buy supplements or to buy, I don't know steroids or whatever the case is right those are all limitations right once you address the limitations and you address the deadlines all of a sudden you're getting direction so that's what you're saying right it's saying that you can't achieve direction just with limits
0: 100 percent. and the interesting thing is that you've just mentioned something that made me think or not maybe think but it's it's quite obvious just to kind of throw in here as well is that Limits and deadlines are not mutually exclusive either. You know, you can't just have the one or the other. They they run hand in hand. I mean, I'll take, for example, just to give you another real world one. And and actually, the guy that we spoke about earlier that got everything in life, and that's a little bit directionless, or maybe he's Mm. aimlessly moving through life. It's the same with the relationship. I've seen some of my mates that put off getting engaged, for example, or they eventually just gave in the knee and fell to the knee and got engaged. Purely out of pressure with no limit, no aim or deadline in mind. They are still engaged like 10 years later. You know, they never actually mm. got through to the marriage point. The same thing is if, you know, when me and my wife decided to get married, it was mostly a mutual kind of understanding mm-hmm. we also completely understood that we would get married right now if we could you know but given the limits of the situation i didn't have the finances yeah. she didn't have the finances we sat down we worked out a budget we started saving we got our parents involved where and whichever way they could contribute and we set a deadline for that is the day that realistically we can get married so you can't have limits and no deadlines and deadlines with no limits in it You kind of have to have both running hand in hand to really get to that goal and get on the goal. So by saying getting onto the goal, you are reaching the deadline, but you are also meeting the criteria of the task at hand. So you did it on budget, in time, within the framework and within the scope of the, you know, within the criteria, almost seeing everything like a little bit of a project at the end of the day. And that's super important to take into account as well as that, Everywhere in your life where there's going to be relationships involved, every step of that relationship, if there's any kind of deadlines thrown into the mix, will immediately start pulling on the limitations of that relationship as well.
1: See, but that's exactly what I love about that, right, is because I've reached these points in my life and I reach them quite regularly when I sit down and I think to myself, why am I not making progress in this Why am I not making progress in this personal project that I've been taking on? Or why am I not making progress in this work thing that I've been trying to focus on so hard? Yes, it's something that I want to achieve. I want to achieve it so badly, right? But why am I just not making progress in it? And it's really just as simple as looking at it and saying, what are my limits? Maybe, Maybe I don't have limits or maybe my limits are just way too broad and I need to start narrowing them down so that I can get a little bit more focused on Your little steps as opposed to taking these massive leaps all of the time, right? So looking at my limits and then also saying, what are my deadlines? Are my deadlines maybe too strict? Maybe they're not strict enough, right? Maybe I'm saying that Mm. by the end of this year, I want to be able to run six kilometers, You know, and then November comes and I'm like, oh shit, but I need to get to the gym quickly. You know, I need to start taking this on so that I can achieve this goal of mine. Maybe my deadlines are too far spread that it's not really it's not really helping my sense of accountability. Like I'm not holding myself accountable to those deadlines because they look too far in the distance. So I absolutely love that, Leon quickly just before we get into the real life tip section as we always do mm. do you have any research that you want to plug into this i know that you love doing your research and you can always share some very interesting insights so maybe there's something that you want to share in here
0: yes 100 i've got some research here which was actually quite interesting i think it again leans towards qu- kind of the obvious i think we do all know this but it's kind of important to always know that we're not just yet saying stuff because we feel like saying it but it is backed up by some science as well. So this whole issue has definitely not been overlooked by psychologists in the back end, and there's been a fair amount of research that was done into deadlines. It seems that deadlines would have a very good effect on your performance, right? It's it serves as quite a good, good motivator. So there's mm-hmm. the Yerkes-Dodson law, which basically states that a person's performance will increase as their arousal increases. Arousal mm-hmm. in this point, obviously, leaning towards uh, stress, Hunger, you know, so it, as very... the st- <laughs> this is a PG show <laughs> as the stress starts increasing for the objective to be obtained. Your performance will automatically increase with it. Now, there is a very, very slippery slope here. They do state that after which the performance will start to suffer if the person becomes completely overwhelmed and maybe distracted. I was so just going
1: to say that there might be a exactly. fine line to that as well. Because we, we did speak about this earlier. Well, not, I say earlier, but in one of our earlier episodes, uh, the mm. stress, good stress versus bad stress episode that we did as yes. well, where we yeah, said that you know, stress is good. Yeah, but there's certain good stresses for you and there's certain bad stresses for you. So that makes a lot of sense that under certain amount of stress, you actually perform better.
0: hundred percent. And this could be good or bad stress. You're quite right. And this mm-hmm. is actually where the trick really comes in, especially maybe when discussing a deadline with your spouse or your partner or even your manager. Now, there's also some research with regards to what they call the planning fallacy. All right, this is mm-hmm. where you fail to plan which means you are actually planning on failing, right? That's where you are presented with a task and you do not take all the external factors in consideration straight away and you're over-optimistic about the deadline, right? So Mm -hmm. let's say, for example, you're a builder and the builder says, here's the house, when can you have it built? And you say three months because you basically just took it for what it's on face worth right yeah but then you didn't take in consideration oh crap it's rainy season we might have wet foundations we might have all of these issues same with any other you can you can see how this would extend to any kind of project right and this planning fallacy can often make people get super stressed because you miss your deadlines right and the funny thing about procrastinators that we talked about earlier procrastination and being able to just sit and do do nothing is fun but the research also says that the hurt of missing deadlines and the playtimes over kind of mentality is even more important so usually even procrastinators will get their butt into action and start trying to work towards that goal but it is super important to plan yeah i think that's like the hidden gem in here is to be realistic make sure that you make the lists make the you know (laughs) don't over be don't be over optimistic about the, bit, the deadlines either if you fail to plan you plan to fail i think it's an old saying that's uh, that everyone knows about but at the end of the day that's some interesting research so, that i found so, so
1: <laughs> but that's funny because what you're saying is you're even plan your procrastination you know but but make sure that you're not overly <laughs> optimistic on your procrastination <laughs> so what i'm saying is basically when you know that you've got an exam coming up in a month's time mm. it assess the amount of work realistically that you need to analyze and then yep. procrastinate respectively right basically saying that i know that realistically i, I need about a month to study for this but worse scenario i can do it in two weeks but don't over procrastinate or don't fail to plan your procrastination is that what you're saying <laughs> basically and
0: so basically don't rock up at a funeral with a get well basically, soon card basically yeah <laughs> 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 yeah but so. that's
1: pretty crazy because i remember when i was in school and i did Fairly well, actually, funny enough. I mean, I matriculated with a couple of distinctions. I could have had more if it wasn't for my procrastination, because sometimes I didn't plan that properly. Like, I I did procrastinate a lot. And then, you know, the stress, i.e., the good stress that we spoke of just now you're Mm -hmm. kicked in and all of a sudden i performed and i studied and i had your mental notes and all that kind of stuff that i went into those exams and i nailed them you know so that good stress is great but what happens if you if you don't plan that accordingly i love that that's really really cool research i think it is time for us to head into the real life You're running out of ideas here, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Bring back the beatbox, dude. We had some really okay. good feedback on your beatbox, so we we have to we have to keep that. <laughs> I love that. Hey, man, I, I want to keep today. my For today. <laughs> <laughs> right, Leon. So here's how we're gonna do it. I've got one tip, and I think it's a crucial one. I might actually have just a little sub tip to that one. But let me I've, hand it over I've to i've got you, a feeling you've we'll got the same tip as i do so i've got a <laughs> no, backup <you> tip <laughs> okay cool <laughs> all right let's uh let's kick it off with your tip and then we'll we'll head it off with mine and wrap up the show
0: yeah man i think i'll start this time around so i only have one tip i think we said we'll keep it to one tip for this session and i'm actually going to speak more to the guys that are struggling to create deadlines and plan and and you know stick within the limitations and so on but more with regards to deadlines so i found that i don't necessarily work well with remembering and holding a lot of information in my head especially things that need to be done at specific times right (laughs) I, i i don't know if it's just me But I really do struggle with that. So Mm. a very, very good crutch. And we live in this day and age where you really don't need to suffer with this problem anymore. There's an app for everything out there. And there's services for everything out there. So if you, for example, are suffering from setting up deadlines or setting up tasks or bulleted goal points or waypoints for you to follow in order to get to a specific deadline... Just get an app. There are many apps out there. Like we talk a lot about Trello and Forest. Um, There's services like Fiverr and TaskRabbit that can help take some tasks off of your hands that can actually help you. Focus more on your tasks. But at the end of the day, put systems in place where your brain Mm. fails you. Right. Mm So you don't need to have a word document or an Excel spreadsheet these days anymore. There's very nice interactive applications with notifications, pop ups on screen, reminders, alarms. You can share it to your partner through their application so that they are aligned with your or maybe you jointly work on the same deadline just go and explore that world it's a massive world it really really helps a ton and yeah. not just for basic deadlines like when can i buy a wedding ring but for <laughs> it can really really scale up to advanced projects within a work environment even mm. i think from a trello perspective whom i was introduced to by Marni, <laughs> you can really really plan out the world in in this application and it's mostly free there's obviously paid versions as well but you can get so much done just by using this application correctly so that's the only tip i'm going to actually drop today is if you are struggling with this go and explore the app world you know Mm. don't just get TikTok, facebook and whatsapp every time you buy a new phone go and actually look Mm. at the nice productivity apps that are available and let the apps do the work for you it kind of makes it a bit more fun as well don't you think
1: no i love that there's there's so many apps out there i remember that you introduced me to notability as well on my ipad and that was that was really cool because then you know, in, in the realm of what we're discussing now of setting your limits and saying, okay, what am I to do's for today or the things that I need to focus on this month or this quarter and all that. I'm going to take some notes on that. I'm going to try and set some deadlines to them so that I can get some direction in my life. Absolutely love that, Leon. Really, really cool tip. I've got one. I've got two, actually. I know that we said we're going to stick to one, <laughs> but I've got, I've got, I've got one and a half. All right. So my first tip, is uh, really looking and doing some introspection and, and understanding who you are as a person and mm-hmm. uh, what your procrastination looks like. Sometimes we can become quite self-sabotaging and that's really something that I've suffered with a lot where mm. something extremely simple and easy for me to get done I really, I complicate it for myself. I add additional steps and I add additional things that have to get done before it actually can, the job can be done, you know? So I always overcomplicate things for myself. My one tip or my first tip for today is: when in doubt, simplify. It's something that mm-hmm. I heard somewhere in a book, I think an audio book that I listened to or on a podcast or something, when in doubt, simplify, and that really changed my life because every single time I don't really know where I'm headed, I know that things are too complicated. Sometimes mm. we we try and think that, you know, this is a massive issue that I'm dealing with at work. There's so much conflict and so so many parameters that play and all that kind of stuff. You really have to just simplify break it down and say, all right, you know what, Point is I'm going to have to speak to this person. Point is they're going to have to respond back and they probably won't be polite. But the point is that, that, you know, that's what's going to have to happen in order for us to get Mm, to a a resolution or at least the next step. So when in doubt, simplify, that is my first tip for today. I think it's extremely powerful that Mm. you really shouldn't overcomplicate things. And when things feel that they're already complicated, simplify, break it down to its bare minimum and just stick to the basics. Tip number two is set smart goals. This is really something mm. that is so simple that I came across years ago, maybe too late even, because uh, you know it's existed for such a long time. But if you've never heard about smart goals, or maybe you have, maybe this is a good time to really reintroduce that into your life, into your projects and all that, not mm. into your relationships. Right. So <laughs> I don't think, but maybe for work projects and all of that, right. For, for yearly goals, you know, new year's is coming back up again. So we're going to have to set some new year's resolutions and all those kind of things. Again, do that according to the smart goals approach, right. Where the mm. S gets specific. So get really specific with your new year's resolutions, get really specific with what it is that you want to accomplish. Right. The M Make sure that it's measurable. If you want to achieve a specific body build, do your measurements, do your, your, check your weight on an ongoing basis. Work on specific metrics so that you can actually track that on an ongoing basis. The A mm-hmm. in smart is for make sure that it's achievable or attainable. Don't just go and say, I want to look like the rock by you know December because I want to look really cool on my Instagram posts in the new year right <laughs> not not that right be be realistic about it and make sure that it's it's achievable the r is really touching on be realistic you know is it realistic mm. for you to to look at that and given the time given the limits given the deadlines that you set for yourself are they really realistic and then that touches on the t in smart which is time you know set some deadlines mm. set some really realistic deadlines for when you will be able to achieve this so really go and have a look at smart goals again maybe you've heard of this maybe you're not too familiar with it maybe you're really familiar with it but maybe you've got forgotten about it but i will link something for you guys in the in the show notes so that you can review it so you don't have to listen to the entire episode but go and have a look at smart smart goal setting that's really really cool mm. so those are my two tips liam absolutely enjoyed this episode so ladies and Gentlemen, there you have it. Limits <laughs> plus deadlines equals direction. How can we get more direction in our lives? And simple steps for you to actually reach your destination, Leon. It's been an absolute pleasure. No,
0: it's been it's been wonderful, man. I think this topic again is is probably gonna help a lot of people. I actually enjoyed revisiting this because this these are one of those things that you tend to kind of put at the back of your head a little bit, and you kind of forget about it for maybe even a year at a time, and you realize, yeah. oh wow. Like I'm missing the mark in so many areas and maybe it's because I haven't really reassessed where I am. So very, very awesome episode. Go and start this episode or share it with your friends if you see there's someone that's maybe lacking direction or maybe they are struggling a little bit to find direction in life. So yes, man, I think this will definitely help quite a few people out there. I
1: really think so. Yeah, because it's not just thinking about deadlines anymore because having one is not good enough. Having just deadlines and not working within scope is isn't just not mm, going to help. You imagine mm. I come up to you and I tell you, "Leon, create a presentation for me by the end of today." You're going to ask me, mm. "What presentation?" No anything. Okay? Um how you know, how long should it be? I don't know, it's up to you, however long you want it to be. You know, all of a sudden, you, you start feeling overwhelmed by that situation because you don't yes. know what limitations, what scope There's you're no working limits. within. There's no parameters, <laughs> no. right? So it just it's unrealistic to think that you're gonna yeah. head into any sort of direction and reach that deadline. And the same thing goes. If you have the parameters but you have no deadlines, you're just gonna keep on, it's like a creative process, right? Working without deadlines, mm. you'll just end up tweaking and tweaking and tweaking because you have no final destination you want to achieve, or you don't have a deadline set. So you, every time you're gonna relook at your project, and you're gonna be like, oh, maybe if I just change a word here and there, and maybe if I just <laughs> exactly. change so scope creep, just, limit exactly scope creep, exactly, <laughs> it's just never mm. ever gonna reach any direction." 100%. Absolutely love that, ladies and gentlemen. Excited to see you guys in the next episode. As Leon mentioned, if you enjoyed this, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends, and remember to rate and review us. Uh, that's really gonna do wonders for our show. I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. This is me signing off, Moner.
0: You were joined by Leon as usual. Stay safe out there. We'll chat to you next week. Cheers. Bye.
1: What's up, guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us. And who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.